Welcome to RUL 10, your primary source music, movies, TV, and sports. All right, welcome back to our regularly scheduled programming. Last week we did a pop-up Grammys podcast, and now we're back to music, movies, TV, and sports. We've got it all right here for you. As always, you can follow Are You Entertained on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. We appreciate the love, and we're just getting started. Let's get right into it. Uh, From now on, we're going to do a little intro action. Uh, We're going to talk about maybe new movies, new TV shows we watch, new new songs or albums, and uh, just talk about life vent a little bit, you know, so uh, I'm Trey Lessie of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Brandon the Consigliere. Uh, what What do you have, what's new going on? Not a whole lot, really. Yeah? Nothing uh, major anyways. Just living the dream. Living the dream, yeah. Living uh, the unemployed life right now. Hey, you're employed by Are You Entertained? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you told me you saw a new show. Or started a new show. Yeah, Tell me actually, a little bit about that. Uh, so it was a mini series. It was called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. I believe Stephen King wrote the book, and then J.J. Abrams uh, produced the mini series. So okay. It was, uh, it was a Hulu exclusive. Um, but anyway, it's James Franco, right? Yeah, James okay. Franco. It was actually had a really good cast. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head who all was in it, but uh, so basically, this guy uh, James Franco is the main character, and he goes back in time. Hmm. Um, and his sole purpose is to stop the Kennedy assassination. Okay. Um, so he goes back and he, like, has to track uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and all this different stuff. So throughout the show, and there's a bunch of different storylines. You know, there's a little love storyline that's, you know, pretty interesting. Um, interesting. So, yeah. That's, so, a, that's a cool premise. Right. I mean. And so it goes back, and spoiler alert a little bit, obviously he kills Lee Harvey Oswald, mm-hmm. uh, like, right before he shoots Kennedy. Okay. Um and then he goes back to present day and, like, shit's hit the fan. Really? Yeah. So then he has to travel back just to make sure, huh. like, nothing happens. How many episodes are in it? There's only eight. Okay. So And I think they're, like, 45 minutes. So it's doable. Yeah. So you can fly through them. So nice. uh, that's a really interesting show. Um, and I'm a Kennedy, Oh yeah. like, freak. Like, I love all that for stuff. For sure. So uh, it was really interesting for me. And then the other thing I... I just finished the first season of The Americans. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot. Is of that TV on shows. FX? That's an FX show. Okay. Yeah, I've been watching on Amazon Prime. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another really interesting show. Um, the first season was really, really good, so I'm excited for the second. What's season. the premise of that? Is that like yeah, if so Russians were uh, at the uh, they had like KGB? The two main characters are KGB spies. Okay. Uh, so they're just basically doing a bunch of missions, and um, you know, it's through. It's supposed to be through the Reagan era, you know, during the Cold War and okay. stuff. So they're doing a bunch of undercover work, and it's kind of funny because when you watch it, you find yourself rooting for the Russian spies. Really? Yeah. So interesting. Uh, it's it's a really good show. It's really interesting. There's a lot of little like plot twists and stuff like that. So cool. That's cool. another good show that I recommend for people to watch if you're into that type of stuff. Now, is there only one season like available for that right now? No, or? I think they're on season. They're either on season three or season oh, four. Okay. Uh, I cool. can't remember. So I'm yeah. I'm behind on it so cool uh, catching up to it there you go uh movie that i saw over the weekend was bleed for this yeah how was and that i loved it and uh, i mean it's not the greatest movie of all time right. and you know you could say it's predictable it's funny because uh buddy of mine mason morrow shout out uh we got we got in this big twitter yeah, rant. got into it for a little bit there yeah and he he's a big movie critic guy and uh you know i'm i'm a sucker for the inspirational right. You know, true, true stories. stories yeah, yeah, true stories. I think, 
I don't want to say they always trump fiction, right. but it just give, it it perks it up a notch right. for me. I agree. And uh, you know, I I really enjoyed it, and I tweeted about it how I liked it. And of course, Mason came at me and told me it's predictable, and he could have predictable is a weird argument to make because it's, it's a true, true where you could look it up right. exactly. But I mean, I'm not here to talk about our argument. I'm here to talk about uh, the real Paz, Vinny Paz. Shouted me, uh, gave me a shout out on Twitter, and uh, the last thing I left Mason with was, "Come on the Are You Entertained podcast, and yeah. we'll de- debate it." And the real Vinny Paz goes, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. So we're trying to get it hooked up. So uh, if you're a, a loyal Are You Entertained follower, shout out Vinny Paz on Twitter. Get, <laughs> let's make this happen. So uh, that'd be really cool. So hopefully, hopefully we get that taken care of. And uh, yeah, uh, I also want to talk about uh, chance tickets, man. Hell yeah, we got we got VIP chance tickets now. Uh, so I learned that there are two VIP packages. Oh. There is a um, the one that we got, and that is the rock paper scissors. So we get right. to play rock paper scissors with chance. Three. Yeah, and the next the other one I guess is the the more prestigious one, you get a picture with chance and he tweets it out. So that's, uh, that was, that was where confusion was. We were going back and forth. Should we do it or not? Cause I mean, the right. whole point is we want a picture with chance. Right. Um, but he, we saw him tweet out that he was going to tweet out the picture. So we're like, okay, maybe we'll get a picture. Right. Uh, but the confusing part was when we went to get the VIP, package online it said no photos with chance so right. i was confused uh but we said yolo and we're gonna go see him in kansas city in may it's gonna be awesome yeah, that'll um, be a lot of fun. it'll be your first rapper that you do a meet and greet for yeah right yeah pumped about that yeah, i met logic be... before so that right. was that was cool but yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I feel like he's a very positive guy so right. i feel like it's gonna be cool and we get the the hat we get the hat i was gonna buy the hat anyway so my thought process was i mean the VIP package, the ticket, that together was a little bit more expensive than Drake just for a ticket. So I right. figured might as well meet him right. and get the hat. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah lit. it's gonna be a blast. Do you think he's gonna like have any openers? I mean he hasn't yeah he, he hasn't sure announced. I'm sure yeah. he'll have they'll, some. They'll, but. They have to have. Maybe and I'm sure I'm, big name, but. I'm sure I mean Chicago is killing it right now. Right. And uh later in the podcast we talked with Andy Alessio of Back to Back Hip Hop. We'll talk about some double XL freshmen. But I predicted three from Chicago. So cool. maybe maybe we'll see those. I mean I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it'd be it'd be really cool. Um all right, that was our little intro. Let's let's hop right into it because we got a lot to talk about. Uh so let's get into sports right, right. away. Sports takes the lead, I think, for the last like two or three podcasts, despite you know excluding the pop up Grammy right. one, um, so sports is kind of killing it right now. Let's start off with the NBA All Star Weekend. A uh, lot, lot going on right now. Right. What overall? What were your thoughts on the NBA All Star Weekend? Do you really care about it? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I, I used to think it was pretty cool. It was one of the better uh, All Star like events, um, but kind of watching it closely this year i really just wasn't that enthused by it yeah and starting with the skills competition well why don't they do a whole lot well that and why do they make it as far as i I don't know if i watched that entire competition but did they make it a tournament where it would in the end it was a big versus a guard yeah why do they do that I i don't know the bigs won the yeah, last two true, years, I guess it's, it's um, weird, but I don't yeah, know. I don't know why they do that. But I mean, it's it shows how talented some of these big guys are. Sure, sure, that's um, fair. And then obviously with Kristaps uh, Porzingis, one, um, 
So, I mean, the bigs, you know, are very talented. Yeah. But I wish they would do more. They just kind of, like, dribble through some They go, things. like, an obstacle course the hardest, thing. Yeah, the hardest part about it is throwing a pass through. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I thought they used to do, like, a bounce pass. I think you might be right, And, yeah. like, some other stuff. So, I don't know. I, I think they could make it a little bit more challenging, which would be kind of cool. Throw some, like, flaming knives at them yeah. and make them dodge, oh, yeah. duck, dodge, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. And then... You know, we'll kind of break it down by event. Yeah, uh, for sure. So you started off the skills competition. Kristaps uh, Porzingis of the Knicks, he won the skills competition. Yeah. I mean, this is really – was he on the all-star team or was no, he just he invited on to this part? Team. He's okay. Just, I think he He's played, really he an up-and-coming star, right. though. He, I think he played in, the uh, like, the Futures, the USA okay. versus the World. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, do you like him a lot, or do you think he's up and coming, well, or do you yeah, think no, he's, he's a star now? he's up and coming. I don't know if he's a star now. Uh, the problem is he plays for the Knicks. Yeah, and they're and trash. they're horrible, and Melo's going to ball hog. Uh, I mean, they're just uh, – right now, that whole franchise is just kind of in uh, – In the dumpster, shitter? It's a dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, so they have a lot of problems that, frankly, they need to get worked out. Um, and you feel bad because one thing you never want to see is like a guy like that could get burned out. Right. Yeah. You know, being in New York um, as a foreigner, I mean, that's just got to, first of all, that's got to be incredibly challenging. Yeah. Um, but then to put basketball's, I mean, that's a rough sport. That's 82 games. It's a long season. If you keep losing and losing and losing, um, I mean, that's got to be really tough mentally more than anything else. So you kind of just feel bad for him. But, uh, you know, he's got all the tools. Um, needs to probably get a little bit thicker. Sure. Uh, I mean, he's a stick. Um, but, you know, he's a, he's a stud. Okay. All right. And then we move along to the three-point contest. Yeah. Eric Gordon beat Kyrie Irving in overtime. Did you yeah. watch this one? And yeah, did, did this one. This one was by far the best event yeah. um, of the weekend. Um, and first off, it was surprising. Clay didn't even make the final four. Yeah, I was about uh, to say. You know, he he was, was in it, right? Yeah, he yeah. was the defending champion. Uh, he just missed a couple. This year, I don't know if they've done it. I guess I didn't watch it the last couple of years, but they did an interesting thing where uh, they had a money ball rack, rack yep. and you could put it wherever you want. I yeah, thought that I was think they cool. did that last year, okay, but I, don't, I could be. It's wrong got to be fairly new, though. Yeah, um, but that was pretty cool. Um, I would have loved to see Kyrie win, but shout out to Eric Gordon. He's had a really rough career. Uh, he had so much potential. He, was, he only played one year at Indiana in college and was a stud, um, but he's just had so many health problems. He can't stay healthy. Yeah. And, uh, so it was good for him. He he was hot. He he shot the ball well, and Kyrie, um, you know, gave him a run for his money there. Uh, I was surprised Kyrie made it that far, but uh, I was I was pulling for Kyrie. I wanted him sure, to win. Sure. Uh, I'm kind of a Kyrie guy, but Kyrie, I like Kyrie. Yeah, Uncle um, Drew. Yeah, Uncle Drew. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it, it, it was a fun event. That was by far the most I thought competitive um, event um, from All Star Weekend. Yeah. And then also, I think it was. Frankly, I think the three-point contest is always cool to watch. For sure, for sure. Because you can't mess up the three-point contest. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. You shoot uh, threes. That's yeah. about it. That's as cool as it gets. I want someday, I want someday, I want some, That was an awful sentence. You're good. Someday, I want somebody to make every one. I think that would be awesome. Oh, every, you every three? Yeah. That'd be pretty legit. Yeah. I mean, be, if anybody could do it, it'd be Steph Curry. Did 
He I didn't think. do it this year. No, he didn't do it this year. Did he do he, it last he year? He won. I don't know if he did last year. He won two years ago. Okay. I think he. I think he did it last year, and he. I lost feel like he'd Clay. be. He'd be the one to do that, yeah. though. I would have thought Clay had a really good chance. Yeah, Clay, Clay just got such a smooth shot. That's but, true. That's true. Yeah. Who knows? All right. So cool or awkward moment when Steph Curry didn't make the half court shot for Craig yeah, Sager. Okay, R.I.P. So. I mean, it was a cool. Little idea. thing that they were doing, right. but it kind of got to the awkward point where they're like, "All right, we're gonna put uh, what was it? Is it five hundred thousand? It was four or five hundred thousand. I yeah. think it was five hundred thousand. And they're like, "If you make a half court shot, we'll give you three tries." And he goes, yeah. "Can I get five? Then he didn't make them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go, "Okay, you get five hundred thousand. They they brought his son and yeah, they did, did a little like dunk. Yeah. So I mean, cool moment, right. but at the same time, kind of awkward. It, so the when they brought out like DJ Khaled, yeah, DJ Khaled made a little three. Yeah, and they brought out like Harden and We the Best. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought out like Reggie Miller and Candace Park. That was really cool. That was when they cool. were doing the three. That was I Did really you see the that. little still shot on Twitter going around now? Like it of sh- them all shooting yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that part. And then yeah, when they brought Steph out, that was so awkward. I know, right? Because he just like first off, I felt bad. He was wearing tight ass jeans. Yeah, well, all of those guys were. They were like all dressed up, so it was kind of weird. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. It just it felt weird. Um, They did. It felt very awkward. Yeah, and he like just kept missing, and they just kept throwing him the ball, throwing (laughs) him the ball. And the the the, like announcer guy, I don't know his name, but he's just like he's just like. All right. Like, yeah. he didn't know what to do. <laughs> Ernie just kept saying, all right, this is the last one. Yeah, exactly. And then he just kept shooting it and <laughs> kept bricking it. Yeah. He never even really came that close. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it was a cool idea, cool event, and, uh, you know, obviously for a good cause. So. For sure, for sure. All right, and then on to the dunk contest. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third took home the victory there. Uh, did you like this one? I So, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch this whole thing. Yeah. I saw highlights, and I saw the first part of it. I thought the drone thing could have been sick. Yeah, he needed to get that one on the first try. Exactly. And I, it, for me, it kind of it takes away some of the luster if you miss right. some epic thing like that on their first try. Right. I still, it still would have been cool, but I think he needed to take it from the drone. Yeah, that would have been That nice. would have been sick. Yeah. But, but- – um, I'm surprised he didn't do as well as he. Yeah, well, he won it the year before, uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Problem was, he just kept missing his dunk. He he did. I guess he had a foot injury. Uh, Oh, see, he had some really cool ideas. Yeah, you know, but he kept missing the most creative. Yeah, uh, but he just couldn't quite execute. Uh, Yeah, no, this dunk contest was dog shit. Honestly, it was boring. Um, Well. Charles Barkley said, and this was kind of hilarious because yeah. all the other kind of commentators, they just kind of went silent. Yeah. He goes, yeah, we broke the internet because that was the worst dumb contest <laughs> ever. Charles was just going to spit the truth. Nothing but, uh, but, yeah, no, it was, it was boring. Uh, Aaron Gordon was definitely the most creative. I, I mean, it, we're to the point now where you have to have theatrics involved. Otherwise yeah, exactly. It's just, I mean, there's only so much you can do. For sure. Like, we've seen it all at this point. Like, unless if you're going to jump from the three-point line. Like, I mean, there's just nothing that's really hasn't been done. Yeah. Um, Where do you fall on the subject of, like, LeBron James needs to do the dunk contest? It's stupid. There's Really? Why, like, why? Why does he need well, to? Well, I think, I think just, I mean, to play your devil's advocate here, I mean, the people who think that, I, I would think that, I mean, it's obviously one of the most boring 
dunk contest. Right. That would make it not boring. Am yeah, I right? but what? But he has more to lose from doing the dunk Very contest true. than he has to gain. Okay, because uh, and especially now, I mean, shit, he's played like thirteen years. His knees yeah. got to be yeah, you that's know, fair, a little sore. So like, and, and he's more of a power dunker. Right. I don't know if he's like a style dunker. Like he does some creative stuff. Like if you watch uh, like some of the like videos behind the scenes of them at like practice, he does some like really cool stuff. Yeah, but. I don't know. That's a hard setting um, for someone. I, I mean, it just it's it's a no win for him at this point in his career. I I, I could make the argument he should have done it earlier. Mm-hmm. I, that would have been cool. Um, but so throw out a name. Who would you really like to see in a dunk contest? Oh, I mean, are you more question. along the lines of like young stars, up and coming people joining the dunk contest? I mean, I prefer to see younger people just because they're usually a little more creative and they'll. They're a little bit more ballsy. They'll try just about anything. I miss like a like a Vince Carter moment or right. an MJ moment. Right. Like the dunk contest needs that. Again. Or like Dwight Howard. You know, yeah, putting the a sticker and everything. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's smart for up and coming people to do it because you can really make a name for yourself. How about the how about the kid from the Suns who yeah. didn't even play? He barely played the yeah. room in the dunk contest. Yeah. Are, what are, are you I a mean, fan he, of that he or did, what? I mean. I, they didn't have any many options, I don't think. But yeah. he he did some kind of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, he did. He, he did. Kind of the ran thing out of off ideas. the side of the backboard. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. dope. That was yeah. dope. So I don't know. Like this year, they had DeAndre Jordan in it, and he's just like a straight power dunker, and that doesn't really translate to like yeah. the dunk contest. So I don't know. Um, I'd like to see uh, Gian, Giannis Ante, yeah, the Greek Bum- freak, Kumpo, whatever. Yeah. Because uh, he could throw down some crazy stuff, so I'd like to see him do it. That's probably the one person that really jumps off my mind. He's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. All right, let's let's get into the actual game itself. Well, before we do the, yeah, the go game, uh, how about Kyrie Irving coming out as the the world is flat yeah. truther? What a fucking that, that weirdo! Quite, that caused quite the uh, controversy at the. Well, All-Star then game didn't you him. hear the thing where like the reporters were telling LeBron that, and he goes, "Kyrie's the." Is the earth flat? He goes, nah, man. <laughs> so LeBron's like, Kyrie's my little brother. He can say whatever that yeah, he wants. Yeah, also that, was, that was pretty weird. But as a North Carolina guy, I would like to point out that Kyrie Irving went to Duke. Uh, so Dang. Okay. So don't, you're gunning his intelligence. Don't, don't is what you're to Duke, I guess. <laughs> so, All right. Anyway, I just had to throw that That's That's fair. That's fair. All right. All-star game. Yeah. Now let's let's start chronologically a little bit. Did you like the intro thing, or did that shit drag on yeah. way too long? I mean, it was kind of like in, like not inspiring, but right. it kind of hyped me up a little. But yeah. then, like, I felt like that shit was so long. Yeah, it was way too. They they almost should have just done the starters. It was like a like, like a slam did. poetry type thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, they were going for the New Orleans themed stuff. Sure. But yeah, it kind of dragged down. How I, about I, Michael B. Jordan trying to rap? Get get the hell out of here! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're a stick to acting, bro. Yeah. Jay Z was in the crowd, like could have brought him up. Jay Z, Blue, and Beyonce yeah. were in the crowd. There Shout out! Go. All right, uh, let's let's keep breaking down the game here. So, absolutely zero fucking defense. Zero. I mean, it, let, should, should we yeah. expect that, or I mean, or should we expect some defense or what? So I, I tweeted out the thing I was most disappointed with. Uh, most disappointed in was the fact that in the fourth quarter there was no defense like usually in the all-star game nowadays it's a lot different than what it used to be in the fourth quarter they want to win so right. they, buckle they tighten up. up yeah you know the first three quarters all right get your cool plays in nobody get hurt but the fourth quarter you know let's play for real and mm-hmm. see who's you know best on best and that just didn't happen this game and I don't know it, it was just almost a joke like yeah. at one point Steph Curry laid down yeah 
You know, yeah, I saw that. People were just cherry picking. And I mean, just, what, so you didn't like that little funny little? I mean, it was funny, but it was just, uh, it it just made it a joke. Yeah, like it. Just, it makes it like a Harlem Globetrotter game, right. honestly. Yeah, like I I prefer that type of stuff to actually be competitive. I want to see the best players in the league playing each other at the highest level. Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's. And what the thing the is, for. none of them take it seriously. Yeah. Before before the game, which the tr- the interviews were trash as hell. Like yeah. the. I don't know the black guy's name, but David Aldridge, dude, dude, I could go in there and give a better interview yeah. for God's well, sake. Well, he just like sat on the bench and like, you couldn't even really yeah, hear that him. That was so awkward. Yeah. With anyway. So, I mean, but he was asking them dumbass questions and they would give the answer. Like, I'm just here to have fun, man. I really yeah. don't care. And they're like, laughing. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I, I I I I'm gonna ride the fence on this one. I really don't care about this all. It, it it's different for like uh like an MLB All Star game right. where you get home field advantage. I mean, right. and, and, and it's also, hard to do something like that in the M- NBA. I guess right. I don't know. But, no, I agree. But the thing about baseball is, it and what it should be with base, uh, basketball is. The game itself is still the same. The Pro Bowl is one thing. It's at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to get hurt because you can seriously get hurt in football. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, people are going to, you know, play patty cake a little bit. But in baseball and basketball, you can play full speed 100% or even 90% for God's sake, you know. Okay, well, can we make the argument that, I mean, could there be something along the lines of, Having home field for a finals, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's kind. It kind of has the same along the same lines as the MLB in that regard. Yeah, Am I right I or know. no? You you could. I personally, I don't like it for baseball that they okay because I think it's that's stupid. Yeah, I um, mean, but it, it that but it, the, it that incentivizes the, right. yeah. Maybe something like give each player a million dollars to give to a charity or something like make it okay. make it personal for for them i don't know there there's a lot of good things they could do to yeah. incentivize the players um but i don't know that it, it's something's got to change something's got to change trash. all right so uh i would i would say maybe the headline of this game was that alley oop to from KD to Russell yeah. Westbrook which was actually like a really dope play yeah it was and then did you see the West conferences celebration yeah. afterwards. That was pretty yeah, funny. Was funny. I mean, what, what were your thoughts on that, that whole play? I mean, well, was, and then they kind of played it off. Like it was a no big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Both of them were like two quarter school. They wouldn't yeah. look at each other or anything. You know, it's a good basketball play. Yeah, uh, he's open. I like, threw it yeah. to him and he dunked it. Pretty yeah. good dunk. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell. I don't know. I mean, okay. You, I don't know if you saw the picture or not, but before the game, Russell was warming up by himself on the other side. Of yeah. The court. I did see that. That's like, <laughs> Russ has taken this really. Personal. Yeah, how like, how real is this beef? Like, I think it's more so from. I think Russell actually feels like hatred towards Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant's kind of being portrayed as the villain here, and he that's not a good role for. He doesn't know like he's uncomfortable not, yeah, in that role. He's definitely they are the like the whole Warriors. I think try to take try to take on the villain but, role. Like none of them but are Kate, act, yeah, except for Kate, except for. Draymond. Draymond. Yeah. KD is the chillest guy. Yeah. I, same I feel with like. Steph. Like. Yeah. That too. Like he's a little more cocky. They but. just don't. I don't. When like when you think like villain, you think like they they scare me. Yeah. They're just not intimidating or I, I, something's just not there, where they take on the villain role and it just doesn't make sense to me. Sure. It, they're like Kylo Ren without the mask. Like you're not really a villain. Okay. That's, okay. Give him a scar. <laughs> yeah, big nasty scar. 
All right, all right. So we already kind of talked about Steph Curry opting out of defending the Greek freak, and uh, so he wouldn't get posterized. the The final for this game, the West, the Western Conference beat the Eastern Conference ninety one ninety two to one eighty two. The pussies couldn't even break two hundred. <laughs> yeah, that was the. Question. I mean, I was the whole time I was hoping that they're going to break two hundred, yeah. and they didn't do it. You would think with the minimal amount of defense being played. Yeah. I mean, these guys, honestly, I was watching most of the first half, and they're throwing it off the backboard. They're they're doing all these crazy plays. It's cool. It's cool. But at the same time, it's just boring to watch because – they don't care. They're pl- yeah. no. They're not playing defense. I mean, should we care? <laughs> I, they didn't give us a reason to care. Exactly. exactly. I will say a couple uh, notes. I just sure. kind of wanted sure. to point out was one. Paul George was awful. He was like three at ten or something like like he just kept taking jump shots and breaking the fuck out of them. Yeah. Like wasn't even coming close to making them, and it was just like. Dude, you should probably stop shooting. Well, it's a parent who's actually trying to get like MVP. And it's yeah. kind of funny when yeah. it, something like that. And happens. then uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I just missed him, but I don't think Carmelo played very much, like at all. Like I just didn't see him out on the court. Really, yeah. I know he didn't play in the whole first quarter. Uh, I just didn't see him very much, which I thought was weird. And then also, I don't know if LeBron played in the fourth quarter. Okay, which was like I don't know I, if I watched the fourth quarter. Like, I won't I lie. Know, I don't know why you wouldn't put LeBron in in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I'm just not a fan. Something needs to change because that was that was honestly yeah, was hard to watch for sure. So overall, just a boring ass All Star weekend. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw out a few stat lines. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis took home the MVP. Uh, I think he set a record, yeah. 52 points. He had 10 rebounds. The 52 points was the record part. Yeah. Um, it's a scoring record, and he won MVP. Kind of a cool thing because yeah. it was in New Orleans, right. and he plays for the Pelicans. And you could tell, like. Especially in the second half, they were really trying to get him as many points yeah. as possible. They were throwing him all the oops and giving him the ball. And, and stuff. I think, I think, is it two or three years in a row where uh, an MV, the MVP came from the town oh, that geez. it's in? I believe yeah, that's a maybe, stat, but maybe I don't know. Fact check me. Get get our intern to fact check. <laughs> um, the Greek freak. Should I dare say his? Try to say his name. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Scored yeah, that 30. Was not it. <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> he, uh, he dropped 30. And, uh, yeah, any other any, – anything else that jumps out to you from nah, this game? From the Oscar game itself, not, not really. There weren't, like, too many crazy storylines. No. Uh, uh, the the main see, thing was KD Russell. Yeah, did you see the one video where uh, Steph, Steph Curry – uh, Steve Kerr was, like, trying to steal the plays from the other teams. No, I didn't. He That's was, like, like at one point he's sitting like there. Like, jokingly, obviously. Yeah, like, he's sitting there. Well, kind of. So, like, he had the drawing board out, and he was talking to James Harden. He's like, you guys run this one play where, like, you're here, and then you guys set, like, this back screen for Eric Gordon. Draw that up. Let's run that. <laughs> and, like, he just kept doing that to different players, and it was kind of funny. Uh, That's interesting. The other thing I saw uh, on Twitter that cracked me up was uh, Kawhi Leonard was obviously in the game. <laughs> and there's this, this meme. Yeah. Yes. There's the picture of this him. This isn't like, system offense. <laughs> he's like, like, he just looks disappointed. Yes. He's like, this is not what we practiced. <laughs> like, this is the would offense not, we Pop would not go for this yeah, shit. Something like, like that. Oh, man. Yeah, there were a ton I, of memes on yeah, that. That was That good. was funny. That I was hilarious. that, but. Yeah, overall, pretty disappointing. For sure. All right, and then the big news right after the yeah, All-Star game. We got a huge bomb. A huge, huge bomb. Uh, the Kings traded DeMarcus Boogie Cousins to the Pelicans for Amari 
Caspi. I don't even know who that is. Uh, but yeah, oh, he's along with yeah. Boogie Cousins. Sorry. And then four, Buddy Hill, Tyreek Evans, and Lanston Galloway, a 2017 first round pick and the Sixers second round pick. Yeah. And what I are your thoughts here? 2018. What's that? I think that second round pick oh, is 2018. Okay, but, okay. So um, what are your thoughts on this trade? Yeah, the uh, highway robbery. Uh, the exactly. The Kings, Kings got fucked out of this deal. I'm pretty sure they're throwing the season and yeah. maybe their whole You can see organization. why they want to trade Boogie. You know, he's got a lot of on-the-court problems, off-the-court problems that, you know, he's a headache to deal with. I, I give you that. Um, but, but he's a franchise player. Right. And if you brought in some veteran leadership to help him, I think that would go a long way. Um, don't put Matt Barnes on the same team with him would have been a really good idea because Matt <laughs> Barnes is fucking psycho. Um, but, I mean, for the Pelicans, good for them. I yeah. Mean, Buddy Hill be hasn't been anything special yeah. yet. It'll be uh, interesting to see how they do the two big man thing. Right, and everybody's already talking about uh, – they're also thinking about signing Terrence Jones, who played at Kentucky. Huh. And they're talking about maybe they're trying to make a run to get Calipari to come coach for him. No, yeah, so, <laughs> no way. That'd be oh, so that'd be insane. Be kind of, that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, no, I think the Pelicans now have a chance to actually make the playoffs. Um, they, you could make the argument they have the two best big men in. Oh yeah, NBA. no, that's I'm pretty um, sure that is a fair argument. Yeah, so uh, great trade from them. Uh, you can't be mad at that. Now it'll be interesting to see how they play together. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's we hard may... when you have two big men, but Anthony, they both can stretch the floor and shoot yeah. the ball, so that'll help a little bit. But you know, hey. and it'll be interesting, interesting to see if this kind of comes to fruition this season. Maybe, maybe they get right. the chemistry thing down, and then next season they really dominate. Right. I could see something like that and happen. Add a few more pieces around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Oh, there was another note I wanted to talk about. Oh, Vladi Divac said uh, he's like the the I don't GM. Know if he's the GM or like the president of operations or something. But he was like, "Well, we took this trade. Uh, basically, this was the best trade we were going to get. We had a better trade offer, yeah, but I was they just about to say that. but they like took it away two days ago. So uh, I wouldn't admit that. Yeah, like what the hell, dude? <laughs> that secretly, <laughs> when you just trade away your franchise player, you're yeah. basically it looks like you're throwing the damn season and who cares about the organization? I would not say that. Yeah, God so damn. That was pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And so another note I wanted to ask you about, did you see the little, the post game presser type thing uh, with Boogie cousins? I don't think so. So awkward. So all of the, all of the reporters are surrounding him, obviously because they've heard about this trade. Right. And well, I think at that point, I don't know if it was confirmed. I think there was, it was close. Was it? Well, at, during this presser, okay. it had already been. Okay. It was a done deal. And uh, they go, let's first talk about your all-star experience. And he goes, okay. And his little PR guy or whatever is standing behind him, and he whispers in his ear, I'm assuming something along the lines of, you've been traded. And he goes, oh, really? Oh, that's cool. And, <laughs> yeah, it was like he didn't know about it. <laughs> And it was just super awkward because then they started talking about it. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. You didn't, you didn't see that, though? I, I guess I didn't. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it, awkward, awkward. But the funny thing is, I mean, he is in New Orleans. Yeah. Hey, you don't have to pay for <laughs> does, does he have to go back and get his shit and then yeah, go back? Or fuck or? that shit up while he <laughs> looks for a new place. Yeah, that, oh, that's... Oh, then another funny story I saw completely changing the subject sure. was, uh, um, I guess... 
Carmelo was kind of pissed because he wasn't supposed to be in the All-Star game, but then Kevin Love got hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he took his spot, and I guess he had, like, a vacation plan. Oh, and he had to cancel his vacation, and, like, he wanted to take the time to think about, you know, what he wanted to do. <laughs> and so I guess Carmelo was kind of pissy all weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seems like a Carmelo move. Yeah. All right. The Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame finalists for the class of 2017 were announced. Tim Hardaway, Sidney Moncrief, Chris Weber, and Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Any thoughts there? Uh, Yeah, I mean – Obviously, I think C-Web and T-Mac uh, will get in. Yeah. I won't be surprised if Hardaway gets in. I don't even know who the hell Sidney Moncrief is, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. Um, was there a couple coaches? There might have been. There might have been. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I um, don't know, honestly. I remember when I saw the list. I was like, that's a pretty strong list. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see quite a few people get in. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now, I want to tell this dumbass story. Yeah. Maybe you can remember. I don't remember all the details, and yeah. I don't remember the source. But Yeah, I don't know if this was actually true or not. But So one of our buddies. This may be fake news, but, yeah, Chase, you know, Chase, it's an Are You Entertained Chase original. Slade, a.k.a. CMS. Shout out. Uh, he, like, told this story to us that. Uh, we, we for, okay, for a little background. So yeah. we went to Mizzou. Well, I went to Mizzou for a semester. Brandon graduated from Mizzou, and we were we were roommates, and we were roommates with this kid who <laughs> told us this funny yeah. ass story. So he, go on. Basically, T Mac was like they caught him. He was in a room watching film by himself, and when they walked in, they found him masturbating, like saying like, "Oh, T Mac, you're so good." Like <laughs> he was jerking off to himself. Yeah, basically talking himself up while masturbating while watching. You think he ejaculated as he dunked the ball in the hoop? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just know. I had to plug that story yeah, when I when I saw that. I will say I grew up like a huge Rockets fan and I love T Mac and like Yao Ming and Steve Francis. So And he's even on the the jump now. I don't know if you watched that with uh yeah. what's her name? Rachel Nichols. Yeah. But And he does some bad. of the NBA tonight stuff too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if he uh jerks it before he goes on the jump. Who knows? Maybe. Oh my god, you did such a good <laughs> good analyzing today. <laughs> that was spot on analysis, T Mac. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hilarious. All right, moving along, some more NBA news. Kevin Love will undergo knee surgery and miss six weeks. This isn't breaking news. It's been, uh, I mean, he didn't play in the All-Star game, obviously. We talked about Melo taking a spot, but uh, we had to throw that in there. A little spring training. Yeah. Pitchers, catchers, and position players have reported for the MLB. Um, You pumped? Yeah. This is the time of year, though, where you hear, like, Oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. You know, or like, uh, is that you know? shade to Kyle Schwarber? No, I mean, he's a hundred percent. He's coming back from injury. That's a little <laughs> different, but that's usually for like older guys that okay. aren't actually good anymore. And Pablo. Yeah. So uh, being fat and who cares? Yeah. Spring training is always fun. Uh, it's good to see baseball back for sure. Definitely. Do you know when the games actually start? I couldn't find Usually that. Usually at the end of, or at the beginning of March. Okay. So, so coming up soon. Yeah, coming up soon. All right, should we give some teams to look out for or? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you got to start with the Cubs. Hey, um, Dynasty, baby. Let's hope. Let's get it. Um, you know, I think they're probably, them and the Red Sox are the two favorites to win okay. the World Series right now. Uh, I feel like you have to show some love to the Yankees this year. I mean, they kind of yeah, stacked up a little bit now. We'll see. Okay. Uh, the Yankees, they signed some. You have more, you're, you're more. 
of the analysts for MLB here. So yeah, you so can take the, the Yankees. Um, they added some good pieces, but they also added like old pieces. So okay. like they'll probably all get hurt in the middle right. of the year and then not what do about anything. what about cleveland i mean cleveland yeah no, be cleveland's back? gonna be back and they got edwin Encarnacion, who's one of the best power hitters in baseball uh they're gonna be really really good and then uh, they uh went through the year without two of their best pitchers last year so they'll be fully healthy ready to go so uh i wouldn't be surprised if the indians make it back to the world series uh like i said the red Sox they added chris sale so yeah. now you got chris oh. sale and david price i mean those are probably the two best left-handers not named clayton kershaw um you know the Dodgers are. Everybody always talks about them every year. I never believe the Dodgers. Just so they're like the Clemson of the MLB, more like or the Georgia. I would say like Tennessee. Georgia. Okay, Tennessee's another. Everybody's one. like they're oh, always this is ranked Tennessee. high and they yeah. piss their pants. Yeah, they never really do anything. So I don't know. Uh, it'll 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 be interesting. The one thing is like this year the NL Central is kind of down. Uh, so I like. So, I mean, is that a good for thing right. for the Cubbies? Because the Reds have pretty much given up the. Brewers are the Brewers. The Pirates have like been really weird. They just like kind of refused to do anything. They almost traded McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know the Cardinals. One of their best pitching prospects, who was in the bullpen a little bit last year, uh, Alex Reyes, uh, has to have Tommy John. So getting choked up a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you know, just so sad for Cardinals fans out there. Um, so that that hurts them. And then. Um, you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think who the Nationals. The Nationals will be. Yeah. You know, they're always. Good. They're always in the mix with right. Bryce Harper. Yeah. So. Any other big head- MLB headlines that you can think of? Um, I mean, coming out of spring training. Not off the top of my head. But, okay. Uh, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. I'm a baseball nerd, so. Um, you know, we'll keep. It's you good updated. to have That's baseball back. Yes, though. it does. It's it's always good to have baseball. Yeah, I. Uh, so I'm going to Florida and couple weeks yeah. and i think on the itinerary there might be a spring training game so there you go. could be could be fun i've never been to a spring spring training I game. either i heard it's really fun though, yeah because the players are loose you know they'll talk cheap tickets so, and yeah. it's nice out can't beat that can't beat that all right uh any any college basketball talk you want to throw in there um it's almost march baby almost march yeah Madness. so i've been watching a little more college yeah, basketball. still not like fully same. into it yet but same. we're getting there Virginia's really scuffling um which is surprising i thought they'd be a lot better wisconsin's not playing very well right now um duke looks like they might be one of the teams to beat um but then are they going to shit their pants in the yeah, in mean, the tourney? You never know. I, I thought that's what you're going to say. Right. I mean, that's Duke for you. Yeah. I mean, you never know with Duke. So, um, Kansas is Kansas. They're going to win the Big 12. Uh, I mean, <laughs> any any sleepers that you can name oh, off the top? Sleepers off the top. Uh, I like per, Ga- I like Purdue a okay. lot. Hmm. Um, is Gonzaga for real? Gonzaga, I mean, they're undefeated. They look again, legit, they, man. I mean, they play absolutely nobody. So it's, true. It's, it's really hard to tell on Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga maybe makes the lead eight. Okay. I think that's their ceiling. It's hard. It's uh, hard to kind of pick without yeah, seeing the, right, the matchups. The um, they actually did. You know how they do the college football show where they release? Yeah, and I don't like. Yeah, that. I don't either. But they only do like the top four seeds. But yeah. it is interesting. No Big Ten teams, so that shows you huh. what the committee thinks of the Big Ten this year. Um, one team I'm not too like high on right now is Villanova. I know they're defending champs and they have a lot of players back, but I don't know. Just for Where are they reason, ranked right now? I think they're two or two. three or okay. something like that. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think they're two. Uh, so I don't know. This is the time of year where you're going to start to see teams. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of bubble talk. Sure. Um, you know, every game is going to be a big game. Um, 
And uh, hopefully know, we see a Cinderella. Right. You're starting to see kind of, you know, the 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 better teams kind of start to rise to the For top sure. and separate themselves. So, uh, you know, this is an exciting time of the year. When I really get into college basketball uh, usually when, like, the college uh, – the, the conference uh, turns. Conference turns. Same, start. same. That's Even the small a, ones. I like yeah, watching oh, yeah. the small ones. So that's always a ton of fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go for that. Me too. It's going to be fun. All right. Let's move into movies and TV. Oh, hold on. We got one. Oh, go for Sorry. it. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but today in the NFL, uh, the Dolphins traded Brandon Albert, who was a tackle, to the Jacksonville Jaguars for Julius Thomas, the tight end. Huh. Uh, good I did not see that. Yeah, good trade for both teams. The Jaguars needed some offensive line help. Brandon Albert, if he can stay healthy, he's you know, good. He can play tackle or guard. And then Julius Thomas, who was really good with the Broncos, went to the Jaguars and was dog shit. Okay. Uh, but Adam Gaze is the head coach of the Dolphins, and he was the offense coordinator when Julius played for the Broncos. Hmm. So uh, good trade, I thought, for both teams. And um, We'll see what happens there. And then also Tony Romo. Where's he going? I don't know. Apparently the talk is. I didn't put that in there because I feel like that when yeah that actually happens we could talk about yeah, that. But the rumor right it. now is that they're saying that he might get cut by the Cowboys, which I will be pissed if they cut him and don't trade him. Okay, okay, because obviously the Cowboys wouldn't get anything back. Yeah, you gotta get something back. For yeah. Him. So. We'll Where keep would you updated? Yeah, that. we'll keep you updated on that. All right. On to movies and TV. So, obviously, the Oscars are next Sunday. We're hoping to have a pop-up Oscar podcast specifically for the Oscars, much like we did for the Grammys. We can really dive into it. But uh, let's let's do some Oscar picks. We're obviously not going to do every single one. We'll we'll, we'll break them down more when we do our Oscar pop-up podcast like we did for the Grammys. But uh, you want to make some picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's start off with lead actor. Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington with Fences. I feel like we've broken these down like 25 times. Yeah, so, but we did it a little bit for the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for me, I think it's Ryan Gosling with La La Land. Okay. Uh, I think La La Land has just... just another huge night, obviously. Yeah. Um, it was weird when I saw that Right now, I think Denzel Washington is kind of the favorite for that. Really? So I thought that was. A I'd be surprise. cool. I really want to see that movie. Yeah, I do too. It looks good. I yeah. think it. Maybe we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but I think it is uh, adapted from a play originally. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So interesting tidbit there. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm going YOLO with Casey Affleck. Okay. Is it? Would I that be a, a huge sleeper? That pick? would be a huge surprise. Yes. Okay. I'm all about su- surprises. There you go. I'm a hashtag YOLO picker. All right, let's move on. Lead actress. We have Isabel Hubert in L. Ruth Nega <laughs> <laughs> with Loving. <laughs> Natalie Portman with Jackie. Emma Stone with La La Land. And Meryl Streep with Florence Foster Jenkins. What do you got? So I picked Meryl Streep correctly for the Golden Globes. Okay. I'm not going to pick her this Well, time. well. To, to be fair, they were two separate, okay, well, and they yeah, bunch right. them all together for this one. So Whatever. she's put in with the dramas. Okay. So I, I, I don't want to pick La La Land for everything. Same. So I'm going to go with Ruth Nega from Bro, Loving. Bro, I thought you were going to go Natalie Portman because that's who I'm going with. Yeah, no, I figured that you movie's would. Fl- that movie's really good. Yeah, I figured you would go there. So, so you didn't want to agree with up. me. All right, that's fine. that's fine. That's fine. Obviously, right. uh, I have not seen Loving, the movie, nor do I know who Ruth Nega is. 
So she could walk in this room right now and say hi to me, and I'd have no fucking clue who she is. <laughs> Same thing with Isabel Hubert. Do you know who that is? Huppert, I think. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, Huppert. I don't know. See, I don't even pronounce her name right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know who any of We really need to. So, I, yo, sponsors out there, I know y'all are listening. <laughs> I know this podcast does numbers, so we need to pump this up. Get us some movie tickets to go see these Oscar <laughs> movies, and we will come back and we'll report on it. We'll give you guys great content. No, but for real, though, we do need to see yeah. another movie and do a Unfiltered Cinematics because the first one was fun, and we need to do that. I agree. Um, Power Rangers first one question mark March is I don't slowly approaching that movie. You're not seeing it, probably. Not. I will see it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're if super it's, high on it. Well, I'm it'd not. be fun. It'd be funny content if you didn't like it, and then you could, you know, trash it. Whatever. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Um, all right, moving on. Supporting actor. Do I even go here? Mahershala <laughs> Ali from Moonlight, and is that the? <laughs> <laughs> was that totally trash? No, I don't know. I don't know. But I picked the same thing, and I'm so glad you went first. So I didn't have to butcher that. No, no. So uh, what I was gonna say is, is that the guy uh, Remy from House of Cards? I think so. He's but, really good, and that's my pick. But I'm gonna reel off the rest so you guys yeah, have them. Jeff Bridges from Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges from Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel um, from Lion. I think that might be the kid. Uh, and then Michael Shannon and Nocturnal Animals. So you pick the the dude from yeah, Moonlight. Yeah, Remy. The dude, <laughs> Remy. Uh, me too, me too. I think he won that award for the Golden Globes, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got this one for the Oscar as well. All right. Supporting actress, Viola Davis in Fences. Naomi Harris in Moonlight. Nicole Kidman in Lion. Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures. And Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea. What you got? Well, I think this is actually probably the most competitive uh, field of the... Who's it between? I think it's between Viola Davis, Nicole Kidman, and Octavia Spencer. Okay, I was about to say. I'm going with Octavia because... I think that's kind of my sleeper pick because yeah. I think Hidden Figures is it's getting a lot yeah. of praise right now, and um, so I'm going to go with her. I think she's won before, uh, if I'm not mistaken, for the help maybe. Uh, you could be right there, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think this is a really tough category to pick. Uh, I went with Viola Davis of okay. Kisses. Okay. Um, you know, I Just think, from the trailer, man, yeah, it looks, she like, looks like so emotional. A, right. That looks like a really good role for her. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's Who was the other one you said was between? I think uh, Nicole Kidman okay, and could, could, could make a run for All it. Right. But All honestly, right. even Naomi Harris has, I think, could make a you can make a good argument for her. And even I mean, yeah. Manchester by the Sea is an Oscar movie. I, Moonlight this is a really tough. Yeah, that's uh, true. Field. Moonlight is getting a lot of love, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised there either. So that so. that one's hard to pick. All right, let's go for the big category now: Best Picture. I'm guessing we're both in agreement here. Okay, we'll see. I might, I might do a hashtag yellow pick. Who knows? Okay. Off the cuff. Uh, we got Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. First of all, before we say this, can we narrow it down to three? Question mark. What do you we think? We can absolutely get rid of Arrival. No okay. chance. That no happens. chance. Deadpool. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, what are the other? So I think Let's it, narrow it down to I three. I think if you had to put... Top three, La La Land, Moonlight. I think Moonlight. That's who I'd go with. I could honestly see um, Hidden Figures in there, but maybe that's yeah, a maybe that's number say, four, Manchester by the Sea. Maybe? I would say Manchester by the Sea slash 
fences. Okay. okay. I could even throw lion in there and feel comfortable with that. Okay. All right. So are we going with La La Land then? Yeah, I mean, one? I'm going La La Land. I think okay. this is, uh, if you could bet this was any odds, I would put all my money on La La Land. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to go Moonlight just to be different than you. Okay. Well, you're wrong. I'm wrong. I, I, I really think La La Land. I think so too, but I, I, I would be cool yeah, if I mean, Moonlight cool. won. Yeah, we we actually saw La La Land, so we can yeah. say we saw a winner. So yeah, I the Are You Entertained boys know a yeah. little bit of what they're talking about about the Oscars. <laughs> I think I've seen every Best Picture winner for the last like eighteen. Damn, years. so we we have some catching up to do. Is what you're saying? No, I've seen them all. You've seen all of these? Oh no, I was saying I've seen the Best Picture winners for the last like eighteen to twenty years. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes, gotcha. Not just the category, the the actual winners. The winner. Too so my if, apologies. If La La Land were to win, I so would you got you, you, you keep it going. Yeah. All right, that's cool. That's cool. All right, let's. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, do a pop up Oscar podcast, and yeah. then we'll we'll see how right we were, how wrong we were. So that'll be fun. Let's move into some other TV and movie news. This one's kind of a big deal. Uh, Trouble in Paradise? Question mark. Warner Brothers offered Matt Reeves to be the director for the upcoming Batman standalone movie. But then he reportedly, that reportedly came to a halt. Other rumors have surfaced that Ben Affleck completely wants out of the Batman standalone movie. This comes after he backed out as the director and is just the star and producer now. So, uh, I'm nervous for this Batman (laughs) movie. I'm a Batman guy, but this is not good for the, the franchise. Yeah, no, this is DC is like, they're fucking up. Oh my mess. god, man! Like Batman is thought, the one thing they have going for right. them, and they're fucking this up. Just when god. you thought it couldn't get any worse, like after Batman v Superman, like everybody was like, "Wow, that movie was kind of dog shit." Yeah. And okay, then he threw in Suicide Squad, where everybody was like, "Yeah, that was dog shit." But better than Batman Superman, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And it was just like, and now we get this. What the. F- Fuck. I mean, so all hope is going into this Justice League movie coming out this right. year. And also, I don't, I don't know how you feel about it, but let's let's break it down. I think I don't think we need another Batman standalone. Huh? I think we could have had Justice League without a Batman standalone, simply because. Well, Batman standalone isn't coming this year. It's coming like I don't even know if they have a date for it. Right. Yet. No, but I'm saying just in general. Okay. We know the Batman story. We get it. That's true. But I We've mean, seen it. But I mean, if lot. you're gonna if you're gonna make Ben Affleck be Batman, I feel like there has to be a standalone movie. Yeah. Well, they fucked up. They should have made Christian Bale pay him as much money as he wanted. Yeah. Continue the Dark Knight, dude. Nothing will beat that yeah, ever. And then, and then pay Christian Christopher Nolan as much money as he wants to direct the first Justice League. Yeah. Because then it would have been fucking awesome, and you would have had great characters. Dude, a great storyline to build off of. Yeah, but I mean, they screwed up. Okay, so here's my question to you: Do you think that going a- after the Dark Knight series, do you think the expectations were in another, like, in another realm? Because this is more of like a popcorny movie, where yeah. whereas the Dark Knight series was dark. It, I don't want to say it had like Oscar potential, but it. Right. I mean, it was more in that realm it was than probably the you most know, Oscar box movie. superhero movie we'll ever see. Yeah. Um, I mean, what what do they have to do to get back on track? Right. It, that's that's tough it's question. hard. 
Um, I mean, what what does Justice League have to do for you? Or first of all, I mean, I think Wonder Woman is first up on the yeah, DC yeah. slate. So I mean, does that have to do numbers and win with critics in order to get back on track? Yeah, I, think D- so. I mean, can that one just be dog they, shit and then Justice League be good? I mean, what no, has to bring this back? No, they they gotta at some point you gotta you gotta give us a good movie. Uh, right now, their best film is Man of Steel. Uh, I think that's which. Which, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'm just, I don't know. I, the reason I like Batman is because, I mean, I don't want to say he's relatable, but, I mean, he's not from space. Right. I mean, it's not. It's he's a, not an actual story. Yeah, there, there's a cool storyline, and it's dark, and it, I just like it. Whereas Superman, it gets weird. Yeah. I mean, he's an alien. It, you throw in space and all this weird kryptonite. stuff. Yeah, kryptonite. Like, it just gets weird. And so, he's got a terrible, like way of hiding himself. He just throws glasses on. <laughs> that that true um, that too. But I just I don't know what to do with this, man. Yeah, like the and another thing is they've kind of pigeonholed themselves on Wonder Woman or yeah, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. Uh, because she's by far their most marketable figure out of, you know, who would they all introduce in Batman versus Superman? Aquaman, um who was Cyborg, Cyborg, Flash, Flash a little bit. I mean, so she's by far the most marketable character. Well, partly because, I mean, she's so different. Obviously, she yeah. would be the first woman superhero star, Yeah, obviously. And she's hot. And she's hot. I mean, so they really, uh, you have to give us a good movie. Otherwise, people are just going to be like, we'll just wait till do you the have Marvel high, movies. Do you, ha- do you think that Wonder Woman will win? Uh, it'll be tough. I don't think it, it will. It'll be tough. I'm sorry. I am kind of excited to see Justice League, but I don't think Wonder Woman will be Yeah, I I tend to agree. I'll give it a shot. The problem is Marvel's done this excellent job of tying in all of their movies together Mm -hmm. uh, where it all makes sense chronologically. Um, And they've given us really interesting individual characters. Yeah. They've built off each storyline. They've got the characters. How does how how do you combat that? Because the only thing the, the only knock against Marvel, I would say, is their villains. Yeah, really. I mean, they have shallow villains and leading up to Thanos, but other than that, their villains aren't good. the The one thing that I think that DC or yeah DC did bad was they just tried to play catch up with Marvel. Yes, I mean you can't do that. You just you take can't. your time. Yeah, take your time. Build it film by film. And like you said, with the, the popcorn superhero movies, what like Thor? I don't really like Thor, but some of the really funny stuff that Thor did was it's a superhero movie. There's going to be really corny lines, but they made them like so corny that you kind of knew, okay, yeah, yeah, they did that as a joke. You can't be like weird and corny where like you're trying to be serious. Yeah. You know, like what I mean? the whole like, what's your name? Yeah. Like it's just. <laughs> There's a really hard line to draw when it comes to superhero movies because Marvel has really set the standard. All right, and you've got to meet or, yeah. or you know, exceed that standard. Let me let me throw this at you. This kind of theory I have. So, um, I've talked about this with Jordan Bryson, our resident superhero movie expert, in the right. past. I want to hear what you have to say about it. But do you think that it would have been better for DC to? Maybe start with a Batman standalone movie and work their way up to a Batman versus Superman, similar to what Marvel did with Iron Man, Iron, Iron Man and Captain America. I mean, because 
I don't know. I, I just feel like they are really trying to push the Justice League down our throat. Yeah. And they, I mean, obviously they are, they are in battle with, Marvel, but you don't have to really market it like that, and you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Do you think it would have worked that way, or they they really needed to just make a bunch of standalone films and then bring them together once we know the stories of these people? They did a disservice to themselves going right into Batman versus Superman. Um, I mean, is this the worst case scenario? Do they just say, "Fuck it, we fucked up." No more just no more DC universe. I mean, what what's the what's the worst case scenario for this? I don't. The, eventually, it's going to get to the point where they're just going to have to give an ungodly amount of money to someone that's real, like a Christopher Nolan that can actually direct and do a good job to save face. Well, and actually, I, mean, I heard um, before they hire, or gave this to Matt Reeves, who maybe not might not even be the director at this point anymore. Right. Uh, I heard they were talking about hiring on, and I don't know his name, I apologize, but the guy who did the Batman when uh, it was Two-Face and the Riddler okay. back in those Batmans, which a lot of people hate. Yeah. They, it got trash reviews. I'm, I thought they were entertaining. Yeah, I mean, they're, but they're, they're thinking about, superhero yeah, movie. they threw out bringing him back as a director. Would you be okay with that? Oh god! Yeah, I don't, a lot of it would it would make a lot of people mad. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know what you do at this point, man. <laughs> yeah, they're they're in a really bad. Place. They are. They are. And Marvel's just running laps right now. Marvel has it's got, killing. Yeah, they've gotten to the point where they're like they're changing the superhero world with like doing like funny movies like Deadpool yeah. and doing like Guardians of the Galaxy. And they have the whole Netflix thing yeah, going. I mean, and they have ABC. They yeah. just are a conglomerate. They yeah. are a force. Shout out to Marvel, man. Good for them. Yeah. They just completely took over. And it, like you said, I think DC has the potential to have such better characters. And they just yeah. haven't harnessed, like, like honed on that. Here's an know? idea for you. Okay. So tell me what you think about this. Partner up with HBO. Yeah. Give, us, give us some series on HBO. Some DC series. I mean... You could you could be dark, you could be gritty, um, you could be R rated. You know, it could be it could be the competitor for the Netflix series. Yeah. Do you think that would work? And I say HBO because idea. of their ties with Ben Affleck. Right. I mean, it's not a bad idea. It could be cool. Yeah. Shout out! Are you entertained when it happens? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move along. We have some more little tidbits. Uh, here's another DC little tidbit: Riverdale actor Trevor Steins. Wants to play Nightwing, which is, I think, the alter ego of Robin. I don't know. That could be wrong there. Uh, do you think this would work by itself or in a Batman movie? Would you like to see Robin in a Batman movie or yeah, a yeah, Nightwing? Absolutely. But so let's let's backtrack a little bit. In if you if you pause the Suicide Squad DVD, I believe. I believe it says in the you know how in Suicide Squad it runs down and gives like um it like puts it puts text on the screen mm-hmm. when they're introducing all the characters. Yeah. I believe it says Margot Robbie as um Harley Quinn had something to do with Robin's death. So maybe we won't see uh Robin, but I'm pretty sure and all the DC comic book junkies out there will gun me for this not not knowing this, right. but I'm pretty sure Nightwing is the same as Robin. Uh, yeah. I so the fact that this is news 
is weird to me. But maybe they're two different people. I don't know. But you would like to see a Robin or a Nightwing in the yeah, future. Yeah, I think Robin would be really cool. Just because, like... Bring something different. Right. You know? And, like, that's something that we haven't really quite seen. Um, I just want to see Johnny Depp as the Riddler, man. Yeah. What I, villain would you like to see? I I um, I know there's Deathstroke. That That's what yeah, we're talking about. Cool. That would be cool. But, I mean... Is there any Batman villain that you'd really like to see the moving Riddler forward? The Riddler would be cool. Uh, but Johnny Depp as the Riddler, yeah, how sick would that be? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many good I mean, ones. yeah, it's, it's they, a lot of them have been done before. Yeah. So I would like to see something different, but it'd have to be, it'd have to be iconic. Right. You know? Like, don't do Mr. Freeze with his corny-ass lines. Yeah. Like, give me something different. But who knows? All right. Um... You have anything else on that? Are you, shall we move along? Yeah, we can move along. All right. Season 5 of Orange is the New Black premieres on June 9th. Will you be watching this? Are you an Orange? I, I've never watched My sister Neither. really likes it. I've just a lot of people really like it. it. Um, yeah, just we're, we're getting into a little just tidbits now. So Jack Nicholson will star opposite Kristen Wiig in the English language remake of Tony Erdman. Um, what do you think of that duo? Kind of weird. That is really weird. Duo. I know, right? Jack, when was the last time we saw Jack Nicholson? I know I it's like been a while, forever. So I don't want to uh, say the Departed. I, I will but say, yeah, probably no. We'd see. I feel like there ha- he has to be in something else. But. Uh, Kristen Wiig's really grown on me. I think she's she's really talented. She she can be really funny. I think she can even do some serious roles. I, I actually really enjoy her. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm excited to see your thoughts on this one. So, a full length Uncle Drew movie starring Kyrie Irving is in the works. Is this gonna happen? I don't know. I, I kinda hope it doesn't. It'd be cool if they did like a thirty like a thirty for thirty like short. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like something like that. I don't know if we A full length movie yeah, is I don't too know much. If I could take an hour and a half of Uncle Drew. Yeah. All right. This one I am really excited for. Bill Simmons announced HBO and WWE will be teaming up to make an Andre the Giant documentary. Yeah, this will be cool. Bill Simmons everybody has a lot of opinions on him. He started the 30 for 30. Yeah. Like, the one thing he's really, really good at is, like, telling the story. Is making these kind of documentaries. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a really cool. And Andre the Giant is a he's very iconic. Yeah, he's fascinating. He has a lot of backstory. Yeah. Along, I mean, I back in the day I watched WWE. I mean, right, Andre the Giant was before my time. My favorite guy, Sting. How about you? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I was big. I think his name was Rafiki, the one who put his ass cheeks in your face. <laughs> I think I remember him. That's that's funny. That was my guy. But yeah, no, this is gonna be this is gonna be really good. I'm excited for this one. Um, and then, did you see the new trailer for the I Tupac did. biopic? All, All eyes on me. I think every it's trailer is gonna be insane. I know, man. My anticipation is at an all time. Yeah, that's high. gonna be a really dope movie. Yeah, um, that will be one we. Can we confirm that one yeah, will be, be uh, cinematic. unfiltered cinematic yeah. one? All right. Um, that comes out in June, so pumped about that yeah, one. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, for sure. All right. Any any last tidbits on Movies TV? I think I'm good. think you're good. All right. Let's move on to music. All right. Um, let's plug this. So I talked with my cousin Andy Alessio from Back to Back Hip Hop about this year's upcoming XXL freshman list. So uh, the XXL freshmen always do a cover, and they put on around 10 or so 
uh, hip hop R and B artists that are kind of on the come up that have enough buzz to really make a splash in the upcoming year and the next year. So, uh, I believe they officially come out with it in late March, early April, maybe even trickling into May in the summer. Uh, so Are You Entertained wants to stay ahead of the curve. I put out a, an article on our website, so go check it out. Those are my predictions. I try to balance what I think is going to happen with who I actually like. Um, so I interviewed Andy Alessio, my cousin from Back to Back Hip Hop, who is really, really plugged in. He's really plugged in with the kind of music discovery world and uh, all that. He interviews a ton of up-and-coming artists. Go check out them, Back to Back Hip Hop. We're going to be – hopefully we'll be doing a lot of uh, a lot of partnering up moving forward, and hopefully we get him on more, more and more. So uh, let's go to this interview now. All right, what's up, guys? I'm here with back-to-back hip-hop's Andy Alessio. This man is plugged in to the music discovery world, so we brought him in here because we want to break down. We want to stay ahead of the curve and break down the XXL freshman predictions here on Are You Entertained? So uh, we're hoping to have this guy on for future, and we want you to be a reoccurring guest. So welcome to the rebranded Are You Entertained, Andy. What's up? How you doing? much man how you doing thank you for having me on here i appreciate it yeah definitely just living the dream man where i know i know you're plugged into this music discovery you're always interviewing up-and-coming artists and artists with a big buzz so i'm really excited to get you on here and hopefully we can get you on more and more but uh let, let's dive right into it double xl freshman predictions uh so we're, we're we're a ways away first off i guess um this is just kind of out of the blue, but wh- when do you think that we'll kind of really start getting double XL news? Like, is it normally the summer? Is that when they come out with the list? So they normally come out with the list April or May. Oh, really? Okay. They've been doing that in the past. But okay. right now, you're actually getting a hint of who's making a little buzz or who could appear because lately, at least with some of the artists that I follow on social media, a lot of the up-and-comers who could be on XXL have visited their offices lately, and then XXL has actually followed a certain number of new artists who you normally wouldn't expect them to follow. So that kind of gives out a little, a little hint on what to expect. Okay. Okay, and then so... Do you think these these artists who maybe have an idea that they're going to be on the list, do you think they're, like, sworn to secrecy? I feel like you have to be. Yeah, I think so, too. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, let, let's dive into some of this. So I, I recently put out an article on Are You Entertained about who I think will be on the list. So I kind of I meshed it with who I kind of would like to see on the list with – who I really do think is going to be on the list. And then I even threw in some names that we should look out for. You know, maybe they will be on the list, but I don't really care for their music, so I left them off my list. So it's kind of a, a blend of the two, but uh, do you want me to just go ahead and reel them off, and then we can go for, for uh, your shoe-in, sleepers, all those? Is that, is that cool? Do, 
Okay. All right. So my my quick list. I have Sylvan Lequeux, and you know that. I mean, I, I have a feeling that you might say his window has maybe passed, but I really do think with the the momentum that he has going on tour with Saba and the self-produced singles that he's put out, plus he's talking about a new album coming maybe this year or next year. So I just think that that momentum may put him on this list this year. Of course, I put in Saba. Um, he was on Chance the Rapper's Angels. He put out his own album slash mixtape slash whatever you call projects these days and bucket list project. Really love that. He's going on tour, headlining the tour. Uh, Jazz Cartier. Um, you could say his window's passed, but I really think he's talented. I think he deser- deserves a shot. One of my shoe-ins is Nav. Uh, and then, okay, so you're going to have to correct me maybe on this. Is it just black or is it six black or how do you how do you pronounce that one? Just black. Just black, okay. Yep. Uh, so we have him. I have no name. I think she is one of the most talented artists in the game right now. I think she deserves some love. Joey Perp, who is another Chicago artist, uh, he put out Eye Drops, which that would put three Chicago artists on my list, which I think would be awesome just after the year Chance the Rapper had. Um, I have Kamaya from L.A. who put out A Good Night in the Ghetto. Thought that was really, really good project. I put My sleeper pick is Wi-Fi. Funeral, and I know you have some connections with him. We'll we'll touch on that. And then my last guy is PNB Rock, uh, just because of the young audience out there. I know my sister raves about him. Uh, so that those are my that's my list. Um, I guess just just from hearing that, are there any people off that list that you think could make it? You don't you think that might not make it? What do you think? Well, I think Nav is obviously a shoeing. I mean, he just signed to XL from, which is the weekend label, and then he has a collab project in the works with Metro Boomin. Nav's one of my favorite artists right now. I mess with him so much. So I'm not surprised about that at all. I think PNG Rock is a very good choice as well. He's not on my list, but I mean, he has a strong buzz too. I knew you were going to mention McHugh. I knew you'd mention first. I still think that the time for him to would the, the time he should have been on because he does deserve to be on this list. But I mean, it really should have been two years ago, right after Searching Children, sure. and after still being with Andrew Tudinieri's music group. That made a little more sense for me to have him on then mm-hmm. instead of now. But I mean, if you really look at the single that he's released recently. I mean, he's killing it. Yeah. And like you said, the self-production helps too. And I think the that tour with Saba is nice, but I do think it's a little past his window. Okay. And I think Saba's an obvious pick too for okay. this year. Just for the Angels feature of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so... What do you think about a guy named uh, Jazz Cartier or Cartier or whatever? Um, do you think someone like him, it's past his time too, or do you think he has a shot? I mean, his big coming out project was last year. Exactly. And the way I normally look at things is it's usually a year after the big project comes out. And I know he just had a big tour. I want to say this fall. Okay. This past fall was his big like coming out tour to the country, so he's definitely a possibility. He's definitely a possibility. Cool, cool. All right, and then so maybe give some of your shoe ins. Maybe that I didn't list there. Um, are, are there any uh, any people really on your radar that you think is a definite shoe in that I didn't list there? I don't. I don't 
know how you feel about this. Okay. But I feel like Young and A is actually the on my list. Shoe in the class. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's. I on mean, my if you just look list. at the, if you just look at the success of who, and I, I mean, alone, she should obviously be on there. But she's actually really, really talented, and she's definitely bringing buzz back to New York. So I'd love to see her on there. Uh, I think uh, Made in Toyo is definitely another artist who kind of is human based on the success of Uber Everywhere. Okay. And then from an underground standpoint, I mean, Famous Dex from Chicago sounds like he'll be a shoo-in. The boy Cardi of ASAP's label okay. will most likely be on there. And then I agree with the, the black selection as well. Right. I also wouldn't be surprised if you saw Florida artist Smoke Perp, who's basically one of the, he's one of the big faces of the underground scene right now. He was recently in the studio with Mac Miller. Really? Uh, from a production standpoint. But he's definitely another name to keep an eye out on for this class. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I'm going to reel off a few names that I put on my list on Are You Entertained? Uh, Just to look out for, I didn't necessarily pick them for my list, but uh, I I think they have enough buzz where I wouldn't be surprised if they did make it. So I put Alan Kingdom, who I know that you're a fan of, uh, a boogie with a hoodie, uh, is it extension or extension? How do you ever you say that? The guy in prison who's uh, hating on oh, Drake no. right now? Extination. Yep. Okay. Him, Young M.A., I had her. Kembe X, Lance Skywalker, Ugly God, J.I.D.K., Russ, Lil Pump. I did have Playboy Cardi and Cousin Stiz. So uh, what do you think about those kind of honorable mentions? have a little pump on my honorable mentions as well. I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see him on there. I feel like X Nation's buzz has really come on a little too late for him to be on there. And since he's kind of in a situation where Chief Keef was, where Chief wasn't even an honorable mention freshman because he was in jail at the time that they took the picture of the cover class that he would have been on there. So I don't know if XXX could even make the, the photo shoot. Sure. But then, uh, let's see, who else? I had, who else did you say? There were a couple of names that stood out. Repeat a couple of them. Uh, Alan Kingdom, A Boogie With A Hoodie, uh, Kembe X, Lance Skywalker, Ugly God, J.I.D.K., Cousin Stiz, I don't know. Any I would love to see J.I.D.K. Yeah. I mean, both of his projects are so conceptual and he, he does a really good job just dealing with kind of specific environments when it comes to money and gang related activity I think Ugly God is definitely a as well he's an artist who really has come out of nowhere he's on a tour right now with an artist by the name of Nestle and I mean they're selling out every show and that just started last week Okay, but yeah I mean there's definitely this class more so that in the past is very, there's not a whole lot of, of shoeing compared to the past. We only got two or three artists where, I mean, you know for a fact that they should be on there. I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, so you said there's not a lot of shoe-ins. So let's talk about maybe some sleepers. Now, I know you had something that works possibly with uh, Wi-Fi's funeral. Uh, do you think that's a good sleeper pick? Do you do you think he actually has a shot to make it on the XXL freshman list? Or what, what are your thoughts on him? Oh, 
absolutely. I mean, he's one of my favorite artists right now. He was actually at Double XL headquarters in New York about two weeks ago. Okay. And then, I mean, just from an album release standpoint right now, When Health, uh, at least for me personally, his latest album that came in January in When Health Falls is one of the best projects out this year. Right. I'm not really to say that, but I definitely would like to see him on there. Double XL is following him too on Twitter, which kind of hits that. Okay. Uh, but then from another sleeper standpoint, this is kind of this is going to be bold. But there's an artist right now by in Detroit named T Grizzly who just signed to 300 last week, and so he got out of jail about two months ago. Released a song called "Stay Out." It's basically the reincarnation of Meek Mill's two nightmares, and it has kind of taken the country by storm. And okay. from that song alone, as well as with the 300 signing, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on this cover this year. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right, maybe now let's go into the next kind of topic. So people that you think will really get on the cover, but you would like them to stay off. Any Anybody that really jumps out to you for that. Uh, the one person that I would say for that would be Young M.A. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't listened to a ton of her music, but just the ooh, like, I'm not a huge fan. But <laughs> um, anybody that really stands out to you in that category? I mean, first of all, you need to go, like, listen to some of her other songs. Okay, because okay. her bars, like, she, I mean, she's total New York rap. I mean, she she really fits that, that genre really, really well. And she's kind of basically like the female Joey Badass huh. is what I start by. I don't listen to her a whole lot, yeah. but, like, she's so easy to appreciate as a hip-hop fan. But for me, I mean, artists, well, I don't necessarily, if they make it, that's great. Would be guys like Little Pulp, Smoke Perp, where they make really cool sounds, but they don't really have a whole lot to say. Okay. But they, their fan base is so raving that, I mean, they have a very good chance to both be out here. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Now, um, are there any people, and I, I know with your back-to-back hip-hop podcast, you're really plugged into, I don't want to say the underground, but music discovery, and you're always finding all these new artists and up-and-coming artists that recently released music. So are there any artists out there who really have some, uh, a big buzz right now, but you think next year really might be their time? Next year, expect this kid from a lot Huntington Beach, California, that's by the name of Young Pinch, to be 2018 double XL freshman. He's more of a combination of West Coast rap with pop. And, I mean, I've seen, I followed him on Twitter back when he had, like, 3,000 followers. And he just put out an EP on Valentine's Day. And I went back and looked at his stats. And now he has, like, 9,000 followers on Twitter. And then... When I followed him on SoundCloud, he was at, like, 4,000, and now he's at 15. So, like, he's blowing up really quickly. He opened up for uh, Made in Toyo in California a couple weeks ago, and now he's hanging out with YG and all these artists. So I've never seen an artist, like, come up as quickly as he has. Okay. And you said his name was Young Pinch. Is that right? 
Young Tinch, Y-U-N-G in the ditch. Okay. Huh. All right. I'll have to look out for him for sure. Um, one name that I really want to talk about, especially with you, with the Minnesota connection, is Alan Kingdom. Do you think his time um, is still in the future in terms of Double XL, or do you think his window has maybe passed as well? So the last project he put out was in February of 2016 in Northern Lights, which was a very good project. Yes. And the reception on it has been extremely positive. I mean, obviously, he actually won a Grammy last week for uh, a song that he uh, helped out in with a flume and a Raekwon, which is pretty sick. Huh. So he definitely could, especially because of the fact that he released the Grammy. I'd like, I, I wish he would have released another project in order to, you know, enhance his name on the list a little bit more. But he definitely has a possibility. I mean, plus his remix of Minnesota that came out on New Year's Eve is actually just as good as the original remix to Yachty's Minnesota that Yachty was on. So you have to check that out. Cool. Cool. All right. Now, so tell me what you think about this comparison. So uh, on my article on Are You Entertained, I kind of correlated NAV with, uh, with designer blowing up off one single and, you know, uh, maybe a feature or two. Uh, so do you think he could be this year's designer with the – he re- just released a song with The Weeknd, and then obviously he really came onto a lot of people's radars um, on his feature with Travis Scott on Beebs in the Trap. So do, do you like that comparison, or what are your thoughts on it? No, I do. Now, going back to that song with The Weeknd for a second, the only bad thing about that track in particular is it was more so The Weeknd featuring Nav rather than the other way around. But Nav, unlike Designer, like, go back and listen to Nav's catalog of the songs he's released on SoundCloud so far. Like, they're really, really, really good. Where Designer, I mean, has one to three songs at best, mm-hmm. like all of Nav's catalog is dope. So that's why I necessarily wouldn't compare those two artists because I feel like Nav is a little more in it for the long haul. Okay. It has the capability to release song by song that can be well recepted by a lot of people. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. Well, uh, any any other artists that you really want to give a shout out for for Double XL this year? I mean, I would love to see my boy T Grizzly make it as well. I mean, Nav, of course. So I mean, if those two gotta make it. I'll be I'll be happy with the list. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, we will be looking out for that. You said April, May, so uh, the ball is probably gonna get rolling. So it's a good thing we're on top of this here. So. Yes, sir, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any any other little things you want to talk about? I know Future's album just dropped. Have you listened to that one? What are your thoughts on that? Or any other thing you want to... I've listened to one or two songs. Okay. From that album. I can't even name the songs right off, to be honest. But, I mean, I was a little disappointed that there were no features. And then I've also heard from numerous people that every song kind of just blends together, which is a problem that features have in the past. But I've also heard on the opposite spectrum that this is his best project since 30 Sprite 2. Wow. So I'm going to have to give it like my full attention. 
intention to really come up with a good conclusion. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Well, it's Andy Alessio from Back to Back Hip Hop. Follow him on Twitter, on SoundCloud. They're killing it. They have a huge following right now. Hopefully, uh, Back to Back and Are You Entertained can partner up in the future and uh, will be a force to be reckoned with. Yes, sir. Man, guys, go follow my boy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andy. All right, and we're back. So. Andy and I talked about our predictions for Double XL freshmen. Um, go check out my predictions on areyouentertained.com and let me know what you think. Hopefully, we get some right. I think I think I got some shoe ins right. Hopefully, this year is really weird for Double XL freshmen. Uh, we'll have to get Brandon on some of these artists. Um, I know, I know, we got to put you on a little bit, but uh, yeah. So, I'll tell you right now, a name to look out for blowing up this year: Nav. Okay. Maybe you heard this song, uh, I, the the I've song heard. with the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my okay, god, yeah, it is so. straight fire. Yeah. Now the weekend kind of takes over in that song, but Nav can stay on his own. He was uh, he was also in. I don't know if you heard this album or the song, but uh, Beeps in the Trap on Travis Scott's oh, yeah, Travis album. Scott, yep. Yeah, that was him in that. It's kind of funny when I first heard that song, I thought it was Justin Bieber because it's Beeps in the Trap, yeah. and he was saying the N word, and I was like. It's Justin Ooh. Bieber saying the other He's going to get in more trouble now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, check out Nav if you, uh, if you don't know him. All right, let's, uh, let's move along. We have a, a, big, a big album that dropped recently yep. that I know Brandon listened to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Future's album. It was a self-titled album uh, called Future. This one had no features, though, yeah. which turns me off for a Future album. I, I will... Straight up, tell you, I'm not a future fan. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a diehard by any stretch of the yeah, imagination. Yeah, I mean, he's there's a time and place for everything. I'm yeah. not gonna discriminate. Right. You know, I was I was a fan of What a Time to Be Alive with Drake. Right. But the thing that saved that for me was Drake. So yeah. <laughs> without Drake, just the just future, I don't know if I can handle that. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't listened to all this album. I've heard a few singles here and there, but uh, yeah, what what. Right. Go ahead and give us your thoughts. On so, this. I, I was texting with Chase, who we had talked about earlier. He's a future guy. Yeah, he is. Um, he's actually thinking about him and Cam might go to the future Migos concert, by the way. And but that's a monster concert. That is a monster concert. Young Thug, I think Kodak Black, Kodak maybe. Kodak Black, yeah. Crazy. Um, but anyway, so for me, what I told him was, you know, with how hot feature, Future is right now, he could have had some really good features. Like, he could have got some really big rappers. Oh, yeah. Or even like people that maybe are on the cusp that you, you yeah, know, could bring into stardom, uh, like Kanye did with Chance, you know. Sure, like, sure. Like, there, there Put was, on the next trap rapper. Right. There was a lot of opportunity in this, and I, I, I thought he had a chance to make kind of like, almost a classic. Especially with the surprise release. I mean, he right. announced this album maybe two days before right. its release. So when you do that, I mean. Something has to pop at you, and I mean, Future's not the type of guy who really can do the J. Cole thing and stand right. alone with no features. So the fact that he did this is really ballsy. Yeah, and I oh, mean, yeah, you tell me, did it work? I didn't. It's hit or miss. Okay. I like some songs were good, some right. songs weren't. I, first off, I thought this album was way too long for him. Like, and like, it wasn't it like seventeen, yeah, eighteen songs, yeah, something, something crazy. like that. Like way too long for sure. him. Like that, that's way too much future for me. Like I can't handle all yeah. that one sitting. Uh, you know, there are some songs that, yeah, I mean, I really liked, and then there are others where it just it didn't hit with me. Sure. Uh, I don't know. It 
it's hard. I, I'm not like a trap music. Like yeah. that's just not me. Um, you know, obviously I'm a five eleven white guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like it just. Uh, the, I'm not his fan, like you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I'm not it's not the music is audience. not that relatable to yeah. you. Uh, but I mean, I try to listen, give it an open mind. But I mean, I have to shoot. I can't understand what he said. <laughs> I'll, like I mean, you went saw Future. We I saw him in Kansas City. You saw him in Des Moines yeah. with Drake. Uh, I didn't. I couldn't have told you ten words he said <laughs> if I didn't. If I didn't know the actual the song. song. Yeah. Like, and I was looking around and people were going fucking ape shit for him, and I was sitting there like. Yo, can you you can understand what he's saying? Cause I can't. Like I, I I'm so I'm just not a huge Future fan. Uh, I thought uh, POA was a good song. If okay. you take um, that one is uh, Power of Attorney. So there's just some like interesting. Kinda, so so he's like the the king of the hook. I, not the hook, but right, yeah, like you know, in of, his songs, yeah. in his songs, catchy line. Yeah, you get a catch. That's the perfect word for it. The catchy one liner for yeah. the hook. And that's like, what he's good at. Th- this one had some of those talking about like putting up weight. Like it's funny. He's talking about like lifting weights. It features like the skinniest dude ever. So like, that, well, could he be talking about drugs? Maybe. I mean, uh, weight weight could be drugs. I don't know. Oh no! I'll sling that dope. Yeah, massage in my room. I thought was pretty decent. Wait, uh, what was the song called? Massage in my room. Okay, weird. Uh, that one. <laughs> if I maybe I'm remembering. No, no, I'm, you're uh, probably right. I uh, haven't listened to all of this, so. Uh, that one, if I remember correctly, it had some type of message. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he doesn't know. remember it right now. Uh, then the last one that I wrote down was "Might as well." Okay. Again, I might just be writing three random songs down that <laughs> I, I don't remember correctly, but yeah, I mean, it's just it. it to me, the song was hit or miss. Uh, it bumps. Uh, so, so you tell me, where does this rank? Oh God, I don't know. In the future, discography. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I haven't. Li- I'll be the first to admit I haven't listened to each future album. Yeah. God help me, I can never get through them all. Um, so I can't. It's funny that we're talking age. about this though, because uh, when I was working another job uh, back in the fall, back last fall, a buddy of mine who you I think know, Nick McCarger, who yep. maybe we can get him on this podcast eventually uh he is the biggest future fan yeah and i just don't get it man. a lot of people are i know i I just i there's a time and place to like turn up and you know all that but i I could not i cannot future yeah like Like, i can't just just do it brains out that's what i'm saying man like i would i would rather listen to j cole kendrick logic that type of music yeah any day of the week that even to, even while I'm getting ready to turn up, rather than future, that's just me. Yeah, and it goes back to the whole fact, my thought process of does it make a dent into hip hop? Right. So, yeah, I, no, I think we're on the same page there. Cause yeah. I, he he doesn't do a whole lot for me, but uh, you know, I'll probably go run back through it. Sure. You know, another time or two. And, okay. You know, see. All right. So I mean, does it have a shot at? Trey Lessio's top ten list in December. Probably, probably not. not. All right, all right. I, I don't think so. That's fair. All right, we got Big Sean's album so far. Yep. We need some more. We need some more fucking music. Yeah, we do. I want uh, more life. We'll talk about. Actually, that's next on our list. Should we move right into that? Let's do it. All right. On OVO Sound Radio on Beats One this past Saturday, Drake didn't hold anything back about Kanye or Meek Mill. Uh, I think he said something along the lines of Kanye went from saying that him and Drake were doing a project together, which I think he announced in the concert that you went to go see, yeah. right? 
which, mm-hmm. oh my God, that would be, that would blow up the internet. Yeah. It'd be the next Watch the Throne, which would be insane. But he was saying that he went from saying that they were doing this project together to shitting on him and DJ Khaled publicly. I don't know what he said about DJ Khaled, but. What do you, I don't, what do you say about Drake? Do you know? I, I couldn't really tell you, honestly. I don't, Drake is spazzing, but, uh, and he also said that he's just going off on Meek Mill saying that basically they're not going to be friends ever again or, I don't know, stupid political dumbass drama and hip-hop. But uh, anyway, so he also said the next OVO Sound Radio show will be very special. Does this mean more life is going to premiere next week on OVO Sound Radio? Now, he did this bullshit with us for, with views. Views, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not appreciative of it. Yeah. This man better drop more life next fucking week, man. But, uh, I think I saw, because it's supposed to come out, what, like? Man, there have been so many rumors. November. Rumored dates. Just give us a date and drop the shit, because he's, he's, you it gotta, needs to happen. You got to remember, Lil Wayne signed this, man. Yeah, that's Lil true. Lil Wayne was the, the you know. The, the king of pushing yeah, shit back. sorry for the wait, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> Whenever a rapper tells you his release date, you, unless if it's like, yo, I'm dropping the album, it's going to be out in a week. Yeah. Don't fucking look. Don't believe don't it. Believe it. Add, <laughs> add, add like three months to it because that's more accurate. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, so you're not getting I, your hopes up for I, coming I, next week? No, I thought I saw those coming out in March. Is next week March? Okay. It, well, yeah. So, but so, so I think the rumor started when... Videos started leaking of him on his tour in Europe, the the um, Boy Meets World tour. That's what it is. I think it was in Amsterdam, and I think he said, "Oh man, Amsterdam," because he has two Amsterdam dates. The yeah. first one was obviously the one he was at back in January. He goes, "Man, the next time I I'm in Amsterdam, it's going to be crazy because we're going to be singing more life." So people started saying, and I think I think the date is. I don't know, next week or sometime in February. So people were saying, oh, my God, more life is coming in February. Right. So it began it began to be speculative. And then now he's talking on OVO Sound Radio about the next show is going to be very special. So who knows? Maybe we'll get also, more life next week. This has been pushed back so many times. You better give me at least, like, fucking 12 to 15 songs. No, I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this was – like 20 songs good because, because if this is like six songs i'm gonna be so fucking pissed. oh i will be so pissed if he gives me some sorry ass fucking throwaway songs, yeah I, oh, no. i'll be so mad so l- let me tell you my expectations and i'll ask for your expectations so i really do think that this will be Kind of a game changer in terms of the way music is presented right. and how it'll shift playlist. the playlist project. So back when he first announced this on OVO Sound Radio, he was saying that this is a playlist project, and it may not even all be him. It will be songs from the OVO family. So maybe we'll get um, Division. Maybe we'll get Roy Woods. Um, maybe we'll get... Maybe we'll get the weekend. I know he's not on OVO anymore, but you know he's part of the affiliation still. Um, 
And I could see it being more along the lines of 20 songs, just because especially Views was 20 songs. And uh, the fact that this is a playlist and it probably won't be released in a physical right. aspect. Um, so I could see it being exclusively on Apple Music. I, I could see it being along the lines of like Chance the Rapper where you can't buy it or get it right. for free. Um, I could see it just being on Apple Music, and I could see it not having any concept. It's just, you know, songs here and there, yeah. different tones, different um, vibes, different emotions. Um, but I, I do think it'll be a lot of songs. Yeah. So hopefully I'm well, right. Ho- hopefully some of that is right. right. What are your expectations? So on? the one thing, I think this is going to be really unique for him because I think he's heard the criticism that views he played it safe, right? Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do anything we haven't really heard yet yep. from Drake. So I think that there's at least going to be, you know, three, four, or five songs that he really takes big risk at. Okay. You know, maybe one or two of them might suck, but maybe you'll hit on a couple. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what might be, you know, like some type of game changer, you know. So I, I look for Drake to be a little bit more daring. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot more singing than rapping. Sure. Um but and some some uh, videos of him in nightclubs are leaking that yeah. are p- premiering new music. Right, a lot of it sounds pretty hot. Yeah, so, so hopefully it's gonna be dope. And then hopefully, obviously, I hope the J Lo song's on there. Sure. So I actually, for when I did my album anticipation track list wish list, I forgot about this. So remember the whole thing with him and Taylor Swift. Yeah. What if that makes it to yeah, more life? That will do numbers. Yeah, if she's that Apple makes Music it. too. Yeah, and so. I mean, it's Taylor Swift, right. so the numbers on that yeah. will be insane. That will be ridiculous. Um, put J Lo and Taylor Swift on the same song. Oh, no, you can't put too much. You on can't one. do that. Can't All right. put too All much right. on one. I just wanted a, a weekend and Drake song. Yeah. They beefed a little bit, come back together, reunite. I'd love to see that. And I I could truly see it now more than ever because in um, the weekend's latest music video, Drake showed up in a reminder. Hmm. I'm telling you, I could see it. Let's hope. I could see it. Um, So, yeah, anything else on More Life? No, just give it to us. Give it to us, please. Uh, Do you want – I – before we move on, I'd like to say how I do think that after this, and if it is very successful, which I think it obviously will be being Drake, um, I think we're going to see a lot more playlists rather than albums right. in the future from different artists. Right. And do I you also, agree with that? Yeah, no. And I also think this might be the last time we hear <laughs> – sorry about that. You're uh, good. <laughs> I thought it was your phone. Uh, I think this might <laughs> be the last time we hear from Drake for a while. I and you know what? I wouldn't be mad about that because the man has yeah, put out so much music right. and he's been on tour forever. So I would be okay with that. Um, let's. I have a few more music tidbits for you before we bounce. Uh, Five Dog of a Tribe Called Quest, R.I.P. His posthumous album finally has a title. It will be called Forever. Um, so kind of, kind of. Yeah, be I'll listen to that one. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, hopefully it does him justice. And hopefully we get some Tribe Call Quest features on yeah, there. Cool. I'd love to see Q-Tip on there. Um, I already kind of talked about him a little bit earlier. Uh, Nav's debut mixtape will be released on Friday. Um, 
did you did say you heard yeah, the lead yep. single with the weekend? Yeah. So, so dope, so dope. And then DJ Khaled announced a new album already. Uh, it'll be called Grateful. Executive produced by his what not even one year old son, so that's interesting. Also, did you see him at the All Star Weekend? Did you see him perform? Yes. It How the hell so are they going to put DJ Khaled to perform? And then they brought, the man doesn't and then they brought, do anything, and, then, and he's saying he's trying to rap. And then <laughs> they brought Fat Joe out. And yeah, it's like we got two of the same people out there. Well, Fat Joe has a little more talent, I think, than DJ Khaled. Yeah, no, but they look the same. They're both fat. <laughs> They're both like we'd rather forget about them than anything yeah. else. Yeah, that was an awful show. Yeah, I don't know what the NBA was thinking there. Why would you? I mean, if you're going to do a DJ Khaled song, okay, that's cool. But at least bring the people on the damn song. Don't bring out DJ Khaled to sing the fucking song. And don't have the one person you bring out be Fat Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all the way up. Interesting. But uh, did you hear this lead single featuring Beyonce and Jay-Z? I actually yeah. kind of liked the song. Uh, I mean, it was okay. I've only listened to it once. Uh, yeah. Uh, Too much a... Beyonce and not enough Jay-Z? Yeah. Like... I don't know. It was... Listen, they've I mean, said, you hate you hate Beyonce now, for God's sake. They, so I, didn't. I hate Beyonce. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, they uh, they've set the bar so high with each song they've done um, that it's hard I mean, to top. It's, yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite one from them? Is that too like, hard? I like of a part question? two. On the I do too. I, I like that one a lot. That's, I think that's super underrated. Oh yeah, no, in terms is. of that, I think a lot of people would say "Crazy in Love." Yeah, uh, or "Drunk in Love." I think it's. A okay. Okay. Kind of forgot about that one. Um, another one that's really good is uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Yep. Um, for sure. But anyway, I don't know. It, uh, I only listened to it once. It was on SoundCloud, so it didn't have the best quality. Yeah. Uh, not SoundCloud. It was on something. Someone tweeted it out. It wasn't sure. the best quality. Um, so I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to it again. But yeah, I wish we would have got a few more bars from Jay Z. For sure. All right. That does it for our show. Any last thoughts? Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. For sure. Yo. We're about to kill the game. Yes, sir. We got Unfiltered Cinemax coming soon. We're going to do a pop-up Oscar podcast next week after the Oscars. Yes, sir. Um, we're gonna be, I'm, I'm going to be writing more content for the website. Hopefully, we get some more videos going, blog series, more podcasts. Hopefully, we get some more interviews. We're hoping for that Paz interview. Um, we're going to be bringing back Jordan Bryson and Andy Alessio. Hopefully, we get some more people for the show. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun, and this is Are You Entertained? I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon, the Consigliere. It's been real. Stay safe.